0: With us today is uh, Congressman uh, Peter King, and uh, in the Congress for 28 years, uh, knows every function of Congress, and is a great American and in, in, in is concerned about America for our kids and grandkids. Uh, Congressman King, uh, what keeps you up at night these days? John,
1: I would say in many ways it's how our country is changing and not for the better. Listen, I realize that times are always going to change. Uh, The country is never going to be the same. It was when we were growing up or our fathers or our grandfathers. But despite the changes over the years, it's always kept its basic fabric or its uh, basic beliefs. I just think now we're going off the deep end. Uh, Everyone becomes a victim. Everyone becomes entitled to something. And uh, I, I fully support the Supreme Court decision even though there's such a backlash against it, uh, as far as college admissions, as far as saying that race should not be the factor. Uh, You should uh, find ways to get uh, the most qualified students in, and you can use different ways to uh, determine that. If you're a a poor white kid growing up uh, in Appalachia, and you and your parents work hard, your grades may not be as high as a person who went to a private school, but I can see that person being admitted in when you look at the whole picture. Same of a person who's brought up in the inner city, but not because they happen to be black or happen to be white, depending on their life experience. That, that can be factored in, but over the last 20, 25, 30 years uh, with, with colleges, it seems they just check the box. They have to get so many uh, people of color in, and so there's many you know, white kids uh, being rejected for that reason, or, other, or very qualified. Certainly Asian kids were being rejected. And also, I think it's unfair to you know the you know the black community. They're being somehow uh, branded as uh, only getting in because of of their race. So it doesn't really help anyone. And I think uh, I was, I would have no problem if the school was 50% black or 100% black, as long as you're getting the most qualified people. And you can determine qualifications in a different way. It doesn't have to be SAT scores. It doesn't have to be a higher grade average. If you're coming from a very poor background and you've worked your way up. I can understand why you are. Grades may not be as high, but you'd still be qualified to enter the school. But I think that John Roberts, the Supreme Court, uh, the Chief Justice, was right when he said you don't uh, end discrimination by creating racial discrimination. And we think of all those Asian uh, young people, men and women, who were kept out of school because they were Asian. I mean, that's you know not being admitted to college. That that is racism, just like back in the 1920s when Jews uh, were being rejected because. Uh, They figured there were too many Jews coming into the school. They were too qualified. That's insane. We can't go back to that. So I think the Supreme Court is taking us in the right direction on that. But um, if you listen to the mainstream media, this means that the Supreme Court doesn't want blacks to go to school, doesn't want Hispanics to go to school. It's the exact opposite. They want them to get the best possible education. And for the people who claim they're so concerned about minorities, then they shouldn't be— Uh, tying the hands of the cops who do more to protect all people, black and white and brown, than anyone else. And they should have better schools for the kids, have more charter schools, uh, begin to support organizations like POW, P.A.F. You're involved in working within the community. So anyway, I just hope that we can stop the trend that's going in the wrong direction and maybe try to reverse it. a bit.
0: Congressman, I agree with you. And I had a problem when I was growing up. Uh... Since I came to America six months old, my parents spoke uh, Greek at home, so English was almost my second language. And when I was taking the SATs, my uh, my um, uh, my uh, English SAT was like in the four hundreds, but my math SAT was like seven ninety. So, and that's what I worried about when going trying to get into college, and and it's. There's got to be, I, I guess the, the colleges have to have a little bit of discretion, but not be prejudiced against any one group.
1: Right. Uh, for instance, it was right to, certainly right to let you in. You were an immigrant yourself. You were obviously a son of immigrants, and you had to overcome a lot, but not let you in because you happen to be Greek, but you happen to come from an immigrant community where you had to work your way up and you showed that you were qualified. That's the way it should be done, not just to check off a box. Because of a person's Irish, Italian, Greek, Black, White, Brown, Hispanic, whatever—it's just uh, that, that that whole idea of categorizing people by race, I think, is dangerous. It creates resentment, and you don't get the best qualified people. And uh, so speaking of best qualified people, who are Black, I'm looking at the outgoing uh, police commissioner. She uh, stepped down just the other day. Keishan Sewell was a female. She's Black. She's to me as qualified as anyone I, I've ever seen, and that's the person who. Uh, is more, was more than qualified to be the NYBD commissioner. It was too bad she really wasn't given the opportunity to really demonstrate all, all her ability. But I give her credit. She was really a, a great asset to New York, and she's going to be very much missed by the people of New York City.
0: A hundred percent agreed to. There's been so many uh, Supreme Court decisions lately. The other one that happened on Friday uh, was the Supreme Court decision on... Uh, Uh, on the forgiveness of uh, student loans. What say you about that?
1: Yeah, I I support that decision, John, because, uh, listen, to me, student loans have gone too high. It's a real burden on people. But if that's going to be addressed, it should have been through legislation. You can't have the president of the United States by an executive order, uh, just by uh, uh, unitary action, uh, spending, uh, actually... uh, in effect, a four hundred billion dollar uh, deal where he was by uh, forgiving those loans that's four hundred billion dollars that was going to be basically you know, missed from the treasury and he, that, that's is wrong that this is not a dictatorship if that was going to be done anyway you should have had hearings it should have been done and it have everybody in all the interested parties find a way that that can be addressed but also how about the person who, when they were eighteen decided that they were not going to college maybe they couldn't afford it maybe it just they had different family obligations. They went out and they formed a business. They took out loans, you know, for their business to get there, whether they could be in agriculture or machinery or whatever. And, uh, you know, why does the person who went to college and got the benefit of a college education get their loan forgiven, but the guy or the woman who went out and formed their own business and ran up large debt to get that business going, they don't get their, that forgiven? So to me, it, there was a lot of arbitrariness about it. If, if it's an issue that's going to be addressed, to me it should be done uh, – uh, in a total way, uh, it should be done in Congress. You can't have one person, the president, just for giving $400 billion in debt like that.
0: See, the only other problem as a sidebar, and I understand that we both agree 100% on both, as a sidebar is there was no red wave uh, because all the kids believe what the president said, whether they should have or shouldn't have. They want to believe in what the president says. And 26 million applications were filed. And I guess all these people voted Democratic because they wanted their $10,000.
1: It, it certainly worked for the president. You know, the irony is that in the Supreme Court decision, they quoted Nancy Pelosi, and I believe also President uh, uh, Biden, who had both said that they couldn't be they couldn't do it. originally, Nancy Pelosi said, we can't do this because it would uh, be illegal. Only the Congress can do it. The president can't do it. Uh, the president said, i like to do it, but I can't because it's illegal. And then he went ahead and did it. I, I think it was really cheap politics by the president. Listen, I don't blame If I was 24 years old and I owed a lot of money, and suddenly the president's going to give me $10,000. I- I'd vote for the guy that might give it back to me. Yeah, exactly. So that's what I mean. The president, to me, was really uh, cheap politics. He did it. And and a well, way, he was cool because he had to know that uh, w- without even getting into the merits or whether or not the money should be returned, he had no right to do it. I mean, we, we are a nation of laws. You can't have one person deciding on his own to give.
0: On 400, $400 billion. $400 billion, yeah. I
1: mean, that's a big number, especially when we're trying to get inflation down, we're trying to get the economy going again, we're coming out of COVID, and every dollar is being watched. or should be watched. Just telling you a $400 billion item appear because of an arbitrary decision by the president. To me, that was wrong. So I think the Supreme Court I agree. You know, did the right thing, yeah.
0: Well, well, Congressman uh, Peter King. Let me just say, yes. I'm an Notre
1: Dame law school graduate, and my daughter went to school with Amy Coney Barrett. She wrote a concurring opinion in that case, which I think was brilliant. So I'll, I'll take some credit for that, and you can take credit for NYU and Brooklyn Tech.
0: Okay. Uh, thank you, Congressman King. Have a great Fourth of July weekend, and, uh, uh, and we, uh, we hope that God bless America.
1: Uh, God bless America, right, Fourth of July, the greatest country in the world. And I will see you tomorrow night, Monday night at the studio.
0: Sounds good. I'll see you then.